Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rain, the power of you, a podcast about becoming the leader of your life and truly succeeding on your terms. I'm your host, Sharon Bakir. You might know me on Instagram as The Empowerist. Listening here will give you everything I've learned in 10 years of leadership coaching, as well as myself having survived death, trauma, and recovery to thrive once again. I've created this podcast for people just like you who are on the brink of transformation and ready to live powerfully in every part of your life. Every episode focuses on life fulfillment, self-esteem, and deep growth. We give you the tools, strategies, and techniques to apply so that you can live your most powerful life. Plus, we regularly feature humans who are serious badasses to keep you inspired. I love hearing from my community, so wherever you're listening from, drop me a photo or screenshot on Instagram and remember to say hi with a tag. Let's get started. Today, I wanted to talk about how we get from chaos to calm. 2020 has kind of felt like a crazy time for a lot of us, and I know that a lot of us are feeling like the world has just gone into chaos and turmoil. For myself as a mindset coach and a success coach and a leadership coach, a large part of living in our power comes from being able to transform the energy that comes from chaos into calm in our minds. And so today I thought I'd have a little chat about the four major tenets and things we can work on in order to make that mindset go from chaos to calm in an environment that seems to have gone crazy, which is kind of the whole world at the moment in 2020, if you ask me. So the first thing we're going to talk about is mindset. And there's a few different mindsets that you need to hold and really work on every single day in order to understand how to make a chaotic environment turn into calm in your mind and your heart. Now, the first thing is to actually think this is not personal. I think this is a really important thing to remember in life in general. It's not personal. Things that are happening in our environment can sometimes feel very personal. Even things that are happening to us. You know, we might get sick. Someone we love might be sick. Someone may have said something to us. It doesn't really matter what that chaos comprises, it's usually not personal. And how I can say this with certainty is as someone who has learned now that life is going to have turmoil in it, we cannot take anything as personal because it'll make us crazy. But second of all, even if it is personal, we have to detach from it in order to let it go. A second really important mindset is to think, I am allowed to cope differently to others. It might be nice to look at other people and the way they are coping in chaos. And in 2020, we're certainly seeing a huge spectrum of people dealing with all the madness the world has sent us in different ways. However, it's really important to remember that you are allowed to cope in your way and that you are allowed to be different. We also have to remember that we are responsible for ourselves and respect ourselves enough to make the decisions that we need to make in the way that we cope. Another big mindset to have is to decide that we know what is best for ourselves. Now, this is closely related to saying we're allowed to cope in the way we do. However, I think it's incredibly important to also note that we know what's best for ourselves. You know, we have to cope with things in the way that that will actually serve us and will help us turn up and show up as the most powerful version of ourselves. And a lot of the time, I feel like we are told how to cope with things. We're told you have to get over something, or this is the way to get over something, or you've got to do this kind of therapy, or you must, you know, indulge in this kind of mindful behavior, and therefore you will get healed, or you will cope better, or you will, you know, release the stress. And this is simply not true. We are all allowed to cope in the way we want to cope, and you must decide that you know what's best for yourself in order to turn chaos into calm because you might be indulging in a whole bunch of things and solutions that people might have advised you to do, but if they're not right for you, they're just going to make you feel even more chaotic. And the last thing is to really believe in the mindset that there is good in the world. 
And it's really easy to forget this when you're consuming negative news every single day, when you're looking around the world and you're seeing even your loved ones behave in ways you don't agree with in times of a pandemic, in times of unrest and instability in so much of the world. We have to believe in the goodness of the world, right? That's a really important mindset to have because if you don't have hope and you don't have potential and you don't have optimism, then you pretty much don't have anything to look forward to. Those are some of my very basic mindset mantras that I keep next to me. I write them down. I remind myself of them. I make lists about them. They are the things that I have to truly believe and I have to truly work on every day when I stop believing in them in order to make my life go more smoothly. Why? Because your mindset is everything. Our mindset determines whether we're going to have a good day. Our mindset determines whether we're going to be able to transform the chaotic energy around us into calm. And our mindset determines whether we succeed. Now, the second thing we need to do to get from chaos to calm is to attain clarity. Clarity means making tough decisions, not based on reactions to our external locus or external environment, but making tough decisions may making tough decisions based on your internal values. Your values are what you live by. Your values are what help you define what is good and bad, what is ethical and not, what is important, what is to be prioritized. When we make decisions based on our values, what we are doing is we are believing in ourselves. When we make tough decisions based on our values, what we are doing is we are deciding to live by the very tenets we have decided are important in our life. When we make tough decisions based on our values, we can be sure that we are making good decisions for our long-term future and success rather than based on a reaction or a response to something that is happening externally. A second really good way to attain clarity is to make sure that we're not living in the past. Now, it's obviously important to reflect. It's obviously important to remember history because that's where we came from. And it's obviously important to understand what brought us here. But it's also really important, especially in times of chaos, that we're not focusing on the past, that we're not dwelling on the past in a way that is unhealthy and not productive. Now, one of the big things I say is I can think about the past, but I'm not going to emote too strongly about the past. Now, I'm not bottling up my feelings. I absolutely do emote about the past, of course. But what I usually do is give myself a time frame that I emote about it. And then I've got to somehow translate that energy into some kind of action that will help me move forward, move past, and keep going. If we dwell in the past, all we're doing is expending energy on something that has already happened. Reflect, learn, and then move on and take affirmative action towards the future that we want. That is a good way to have clarity. Now, a third way to get clarity is to not fight your conditions of your environment. Because when we are constantly fighting, we are exhausted. Now, what do I mean by not fighting the conditions of the environment? Well, we have a pandemic going on. We cannot fight that. That is what's happening. There is no point, for example, complaining about the conditions of lockdown in our country. There is no point in, you know, deciding that you're not going to follow the rules that, you know, your particular culture has placed on you. There's no point deciding you're angry about the pandemic and therefore are going to exhaust all your energy on fighting people's political beliefs about it or fighting, you know, the rules and regulations that have been put in place. We can't fight the environment we've been given. The reality is that unless we understand the pandemic deeply because that's part of our job, then we kind of just have to suck it up and do it. When we stop fighting the conditions of our environment, and start respecting the conditions of our environment, what will happen is we will have more energy, energy that would have been spent fighting, 
to spend on productive things. And you've always got to think, how can I make this environment work for me? A successful mindset is one that can pivot and pirouette in times of trouble. A great way to get clarity on how to pivot and pirouette in times of trouble is to make sure that we're not spending all of our time arguing about the conditions of what's happening, but instead just taking actions within the parameters of what's happening. Another really good clarity attaining tool I use is to always be working towards two goals in my life. One goal is a current goal and one goal is an ultimate goal. I don't usually have more than two goals, generally speaking, because I think that goals are really hard to attain and I want my goals to be meaningful and worthwhile, which means they're usually difficult to attain and take time. And so it's really important for me always at any point in my life, but particularly in times of chaos, to have a very clear and firm current goal, something I'm working towards in the now. So that could be something mindful I'm doing for myself on a daily, a new habit I'm trying to track, a new way of running my business, a new methodology that I'm trying to understand, a goal of completing a task right now, and an ultimate goal, meaning my vision and my mission for my life ahead. I usually have a five-year mission or vision, and I'm always trying to work towards that five-year mission and vision in the daily tasks that I'm doing. And every single day, I try to do one thing towards my current goal and one thing towards my ultimate goal because I find that having small, repetitive steps towards where I'm headed really helps me out. I find that having two really simple goals, one current and one ultimate, really centers me. Every single day, even if I don't know what else to do with the rest of the chaos, I know I have to at least work towards those two goals. It gives me something to do. It gives me a strategy. And it also really focuses me and gives me a path ahead. When you work on what's directly in front of you, you get a lot of clarity on the other chaos in your life. Because when we get control in one small aspect of our life, meaning maybe attaining a goal, when we get control over one small aspect of our life, we usually can expand the radius of the impact of that control and apply it to other parts of our life. The last thing about attaining clarity in chaos is to know who you are. Spend the time getting to know who we are because if we know who we are, we can capitalize on our own energy levels. We can capitalize on what motivates us. We can understand ourselves when our emotions are running amok and we can understand how to self-soothe. When we attain this kind of clarity about who we are, what happens is that our life becomes simpler because we are only ever trying to decipher the environment around us rather than trying to decipher why we are reacting and responding in a certain way to the environment around us. When we eliminate things that we have to try and figure out on the daily, we tend to be a little bit more calm as well. Now, the third big thing to take us from chaos to calm is strategy. What are you doing on the daily to strategize? You know, do you know how to manage yourself? Do you know how to manage your time? Do you know how to ask for help in getting through the chaos? Do we know what we need to self-soothe and are we taking those actions and asking for what we need? Do we have accountability? Who do we answer to? Do we ask our mentors and our helpers and our carers to actually check in with us because that's what we need? Or do we just sit here getting annoyed because no one's checking in on us? You know, the reality about recovering, and when I say recovering, I don't just mean from sickness, but recovering, meaning taking ourselves from chaos to calm, taking ourselves to a good place from a difficult place, is that we must define what we need And then we have to put systems in place to make sure it is what we get. Now, you're not always going to get what you need from the people around you. But 
part of that strategy also involves knowing what you need and knowing what you need to do to get yourself into a better headspace. So map it out, ask for help, and understand your life methodology. Understand the design of your daily. Understand the design of your life. Start understanding what gets you going and what depletes you. When you know all those things, you can work up a strategy to work within your needs, wants, and hopes. The last thing that will take us from chaos to calm is to make sure that everything that you do in this difficult period is something sustainable, something you can continue doing even when you feel calmer, something that actually grows you in a sustainable way, something that isn't a flash in the pan. Why? Because recovery and going from chaos to calm is freaking exhausting, right? And if we don't do it in a sustainable way, what will happen is we burn out. We might be left feeling even more chaotic than we did before. I think it's really important to make sure that we're always working for future us, right? Meaning that we are always thinking, well, future you might be tired and therefore not able to do this volume of things to make yourself calm. So what are we doing? How are we prioritizing what makes us calm and how are we prioritizing our strategy and how are we prioritizing the mindset that we need to grow into and doing the amount that we definitely can do on the daily that makes us feel better? Remember that in the end, going from chaos to calm means going from the unexpected, the chaotic, the difficult to the calm, the consistent, and the zen. Consistency is a big thing about calm. You don't have to do the same things every day. I will tell you that my self-care routine and my mindset routines change up from day to day and week to week and month to month. But what does have to happen consistently is your dedication and your decision to prioritize what makes you feel good and how you design your life. If you can prioritize that daily, even if the actions themselves are different, then that consistency will become very sustainable. As an example to that, I set aside 20 minutes every single day to work on me. Some days that looks like listening to random YouTube slash podcasty things. Some days that looks like drawing and writing. Some days that looks like a hot shower and some self-care. Some days that looks like just chatting to a friend. But every day if I don't get that 20 minutes, I know that something in my mindset clarity and strategy is going to shift. So sustainability simply means having something that you can commit to in the long run, even if you're exhausted because you know that you have to prioritize it to make your life successful. Now, chaos to calm is not a one-hit wonder in your life, right? It's not like you're going to get to calm and never go to chaos again. The reality is that life is undulating. We go through periods of ebb and flow. It's like a graph that goes up and down. And the waves on a beach that crash along the shore, sometimes they ripple, sometimes they crash, sometimes it's a tsunami. And the reality is we don't get to choose when that ebb and flow happens. Remember that going from chaos to calm is actually a skill, a skill that we will need to employ and deploy at various points in our life again and again and again. And we will not necessarily get to choose when we need to do it. That's why I think going from chaos to calm with these four strategies that I've outlined are actually life skills. They're things that we all need to learn how to do every single day. It's something I cover in most of my workshops. How do we construct a life that by design supports our need for strong mental health, for calm, for feeling satisfied and fulfilled and feeling powerful? When we learn how to go to calm from chaos and we figure it out, that will be the single biggest life skill we'll learn. And the best thing about learning it well is that you'll be able to pull it out every single time life throws you a wave that you weren't expecting. 
And you'll be able to sit on the beach watching the waves crashing towards you and thinking, that looks like a big one. That's okay. I can handle it because I know how to get out of this situation. I know how to pick myself up after a wave has crashed over me. I might be wet. I might be bedraggled. I might be dripping. I might be stumbling towards the shore. But you know what? I know damn well how to get out of a situation like that because I have learned who I am, what I stand for, where my strengths are, and how exactly to go from chaos to calm. I hope this has been a useful episode for you. If you liked it, I love seeing pictures of what you're doing when you're listening to this. So please let me know. Tag me on Instagram at The Empoweress. And I look forward to tuning in again with you next week and giving you more life skills and life by design tips so that you can step into your power and live your best life. Thanks very much, everyone. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. My name's Sharon Pakir. You might know me on Instagram as The Empoweress. Please come on Instagram, follow me, tag me. If you're listening to this right now, take a screenshot, add it to your stories. I love knowing where my listeners are from. And I love knowing that the podcast is something that made a difference in your life. Thank you, everybody. And see you next time.